Hello, this podcast is part of our tax podcast series. I'm Ian Hyde and I lead the tax disputes team at Osborne Clark. Today I'm with Matt Green, an associate director in the team. And today we're going to look and talk about uh, judicial review, or JR for short. What is it and what has it got to do with tax? As always with these podcasts, we'll try to avoid uh, the uh, dry academic legal analysis as much as possible. And with that in mind, Matt, um, in a nutshell, could you just explain what is judicial review and why it's different from an ordinary tax appeal? Uh, Yes. Uh, So JR is the process by which a person can ask the uh, court to review the decisions of the state. And in practical terms, that means most public bodies, including HMRC, Uh, essentially in order to determine whether the decision should stand. So if the decision was flawed, the court can quash it, or in some cases can make an order requiring the public body in question to do something different or refrain from doing something. So there's a whole host of reasons uh, why a decision might be flawed, and I really would be straying into the uh, dry legal lecture territory if I tried to address them all. Um, Most disputes uh, with HMRC would go to the tax tribunal and JR uh, isn't intended uh, to cover that. So JR is only available where there isn't any other remedy. Uh, It's hard to draw the distinction, but generally uh, matters of HMRC discretion, uh, for example, are not appealable uh, to the FTT. And so JR would be available, uh, at least in principle, in those sorts of cases. Right. And just focusing then on what typically is most relevant in a tax context. Why might a decision be susceptible to challenge by way of judicial review? Uh, It might be because HMRC's decision was unreasonable or irrational uh, or because of a procedural irregularity in the way the decision was made. Um, I mean, in practice, the two areas where we most often see JR in a tax context uh, is when it comes to uh, HMRC's exercise of its discretion uh, or you know, reversing a decision that they have previously made. So an example of the first would be, um, uh, might be the revenue deciding whether to accept a late claim for relief, such as loss relief. And uh, the second circumstance uh, is what, what's often called legitimate expectation. Uh, again, in a tax context, a decision by HMRC might be challenged if HMRC had expressly led a taxpayer uh, to believe that a particular course of uh, conduct would have a specific tax treatment. Uh, The taxpayer then relies on that, but then, say, a few months or years later, HMRC turn around and change their mind. Okay, so with the loss relief, uh, for example, there are time limits uh, to make a claim, but HMRC can allow late claims at their discretion. If HMRC had refused to allow a late claim, uh, when would you Uh, think about a JR challenge to that refusal? Well, I mean, loss relief is interesting uh, because HMRC have got published general guidelines for how they'll exercise their discretion to allow late claims. Uh, So the first thing to do would be, you know, see if HMRC have followed their own guidance. For example, if you you were a few days late and there was a reason outside of your control which led to, to you being late and HMRC seemed to have ignored it, uh, then that would be a potential ground for for challenge. Uh, Another example would be uh, if HMRC had told you that they'd refused the claim because they were too busy to look at it. I mean, that would be another basis for for challenge. Uh, I'm not saying that HMRC have ever done that, by the way. Um, I mean, it's important to bear in mind, though, that to get a decision overturned on these grounds, you've got to show a very high level uh, of unreasonableness or irrationality by HMRC. 
so it isn't enough just to show that you know hmrc didn't make the best decision or you know didn't decide it the way that the court would have done had they been in hmrc shoes what you've got to show um, is that the decision was so unreasonable that no reasonable body uh, would have reached the same decision and that's what's often uh, you know, called the wensbury test legitimate expectation is slightly different basis isn't it for challenging hmrc decision this is relevant where hmrc have made a clear statement on a specific tax treatment the basic idea is that a taxpayer is entitled to rely on the statement even if it means misapplying the law yes and and, and again there are some quite high hurdles to get over though to succeed on a legitimate expectation argument uh, especially where it does mean that you're not being taxed in accordance with the legislation such as well, first, there's got to be a, a clear, unambiguous statement or representation from HMRC with no relevant caveats or, or qualifications. Uh, and that, that could be a statement that's been made specifically to the taxpayer, for example, in correspondence, uh, or it could be a statement made to the public at large. Uh, so, for example, in the, in the published guidance or, or HMRC manuals. It's got to be directly relevant uh, to your situation, though. So, you know, if HMRC say, if your fact pattern is X, tax treatment Y applies, then you've got to fall squarely within fact pattern X you know, to have that legitimate expectation claim. You'll also have a stronger case if uh, HMRC's representation goes beyond just its opinion of the law, but is a statement as to how they will apply the law in a particular circumstance. So that's a bit of a subtle distinction. Uh, I mean, it comes down to whether HMRC are merely saying what they think the law is, in sort of abstract terms, or, or are they saying what it is that they will do? And then the taxpayer's then got to show that they've actually relied on that statement. So you, know, you can't just point to the, the HMRC guidance after the event because it supports your position. Uh, you've got to show that you were relying on that guidance or that statement uh, at the time you did whatever it was that you did. And then another hurdle, you've got to demonstrate that there would be significant unfairness uh, if HMRC were not held to their earlier statement. And that's especially important where you're in effect asking to be taxed otherwise than in accordance with the law. Yes, I mean, naturally, the court is going to be very cautious about letting someone off the tax that is, strictly speaking, legally due. Mm, I mean, in practice, most likely you'll need to prove that you relied to your detriment or what HMRC had said. So you, know, you might have structured your affairs a certain way based on HMRC's guidance. The guidance was wrong or has changed and now you're you know, worse off than you would have been if you'd never seen the guidance in the first place. Yes, one, well, one point that often comes up with clients is that they think succeeding at JR is winning when it, when it really isn't. All the JR does is require HMRC to make the decision again. It seems to me important before launching JR to really identify whether winning would make any difference at all. HMRC might correct the procedural error, but might still reach the same decision. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think, I mean, especially where you're challenging HMRC's discretion. So, yeah, you do need to think, think about what exactly it is that you're complaining about. And if that particular feature was remedied, uh, would it necessarily change the decision in your favour? You know, in some cases it will, in others it won't be so clear. Yeah, okay. Um, Matt, perhaps we could just talk briefly about procedure for bringing a JR claim. I mean, it's different 
from the tribunal? What what does a taxpayer need to do for JR? Well, the first thing uh, to flag is that you need to act fast. So the deadline is that a claim must be uh, brought promptly uh, and in any event, no later than three months after the decision being challenged. So you really can't hang around. Uh, as we've already said, judicial review claims are only possible where there's no other route for appealing. Uh, so you can't you know, JR an ordinary tax determination. Uh, for that, you should be appealing to the tribunal. Uh, for JR, you, you've got to go to the High Court, and that means you know, issuing High Court claim form, paying the court fees, complying with the relevant pre-action protocols and so on. And the court you know, might then agree to transfer the claim to the upper tribunal, but uh, it's still going to feel very much like a High Court claim. So uh, in terms of process after that, the court will first of all decide whether you've got an arguable case and therefore whether to grant you um, permission to bring the claim. Uh, that's the first procedural hurdle and then it would move forward to to a full hearing so with the jr claim a lot of the work has got to be done up front so when you submit the claim form for example you, you you've got to put in quite detailed uh, legal submissions at the same time and uh, your witness evidence too so you're going to be incurring a fair bit of expense up front before you even know if you're going to get permission yes i think the requirement to act promptly or at least as you say within the three months is a real practical issue for clients and tax advisors. Unlike decisions that are appealable to the tribunal, HMRC don't flag appeal rights in correspondence. So we often see, I think Matt, don't we, we see opportunities missed, which in some cases has limited the client's remedies. Mm -hmm. um, how, however, just getting back to the conditions for JR, given the bar is so high, in view of the hurdles, that you've already talked about, why on earth does anyone actually bother with judicial review? Well, uh, it can be worth it. So, I mean, there's no getting away from the fact that JR claims are generally difficult and, you know, the courts are reluctant to interfere with HMRC's exercise of their discretion. However, HMRC are a big organisation with sometimes complicated decision-making processes. So inev inevitably, you know, they, they get their decisions wrong now and again. And when they do, it can have major consequences for the taxpayer. I mean, in, and in those cases, often it's not possible to appeal to the tribunal. You know, so you may have little option but to bring a JR claim. Also, uh, the JR claim or you know, the prospect of it sometimes puts enough pressure on HMRC to, to re-examine the matter and perhaps arrive at a different decision. I mean, that's less likely if uh, your claim would mean the revenue have got to go against their stated policy on something. Uh, but where you're looking at a narrow point that doesn't have a wider application, then uh, you, you may well get a change of uh, a view from HMRC. Yes. And just finally, Matt, um, some of our listeners may be aware there's been talk in political circles about reforming judicial review. And indeed, a consultation was launched early this year. Uh, what do we know so far about the possible changes to JR as a whole? Well, we still don't have the details, um, but but at the moment it's it's not looking likely there's going to be any wholesale changes to the principles underpinning JR, at least not not for tax cases. Um, I think it's possible there'll be some changes to the the sorts of remedies that the courts can order. So instead of decisions being automatically quashed, we might see uh, public bodies being given a period of time to cure any identified defect in the decision making. Uh, it looks likely that the uh, requirement to act promptly will go, but you will still have the, the three-month 
uh, time limit. So, you know, it's, it's still strict deadlines. Uh, there's also been some talk about uh, changes to the um, uh, to, to those deadlines to enable parties to agree an extension between themselves. Um, the idea there being that you know parties only got time to resolve their differences without having to rush off to court, uh, which is sometimes what happens now. Interesting. Um, well, we definitely need to keep a close eye on those developments. Uh, thank you, Matt. That's that's all we have time for now. I hope uh, you found this podcast interesting and look out for other ones in the series but for now goodbye